Come on. This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. So I talk a good amount about how it's important and smart and wise. And the wise part, it's not for me. It's I borrowed that part. It's important and wise and smart to Think about planning for your future in three-year increments. Obviously, I know that we need long-term plans and goals and all that good stuff, and we need to plan for the immediate. But, and uh, I know you've heard this, that we as human beings have a tendency to really overestimate what we can get done in one year and then underestimate what we can get done in three years or five years or 10 years. Um, I like three because I can get my brain around that. And so I think that the last three years three and a half years, give or take, has been just direct evidence of that for me. You look at uh, just having the idea of starting the podcast to where we are today, which is tomorrow, um, the the thousandth episode will be released. So over the course of of, of of one year, I don't know how many episodes I did. I probably should have been better prepared. How many did, did, did I do in a year versus now looking back three years, three and a half years, I've done over a thousand episodes. It's crazy. So if you had told me when I had started that, that I was going to do a thousand episodes in a little bit over three years, I probably would have said, no way. How in the world am I going to do that? That sounds crazy. Uh, but that's that's how it all worked out. And now looking back on it, now it sounds totally appropriate. And the thought of doing anything other than, you know, essentially episode every day over that three-year period um, sounds kind of silly. But what's changed in my life over this three-year period, over this three-year period? I mean, my oldest son is now four and a half years old. James, and baby Jack, is now one and a half. My wife, Emily, is doing better than ever. She's doing awesome. My brother, John, passed away last year, which I know that I've talked about on the show. Uh, so, so many changes. And life is is not 100% different, but so much has absolutely changed. So, I think it's evidence, just evidence right there about the importance of really thinking about your future and your life in that three-year increment. And I really hadn't intended to talk about that um, on the show today, but... It just sort of clicked for me right before I turned on record. So whatever it is you're thinking about doing, I just can't overemphasize the importance of that. Think think in terms of three years and think big. Your life can be 100% different in three years. Uh, you could lose 100 pounds in three years. You could be totally debt-free in three years. You could have gone and gotten your, your MBA or your JD. Um, could have started a business. You could have started a podcast and done a thousand episodes. Imagine but your life can be totally different. Your family life can be totally different. Everything in your life can be totally different. So I think that that is very much an empowering thing. And I'm confident that as you are listening to a podcast like this, that you have the tools that you need to actually make that happen. So again, life is not 100% different, but so much has changed for me over over this time period. So when reflecting back on this, I wanted to try to get back into the headspace of why I started the show in the first place. I had started 
the Figure It Out podcast with my good friend Centauri Minor back in 2016 out of a hobby because I had all this free time before I had kids and I thought, oh, you know, I like podcasts. They're awesome. Why don't we start one? And at that time, I really felt like we were sort of ahead of the curve. There really weren't that many podcasts out there and now everybody has a podcast. It's not good or bad. It just sort of is. And then I made the decision that I wanted to start a podcast for my professional work. And I thought, okay, what am I going to talk about? What's 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 the format going to be? All this good stuff. And I sort of fell on the idea of, well, why don't I bring on other financial advisors? And I got feedback like, well, why, why would you want to do that and talk to your competitors, so to speak? Um, and I never really thought of it like that, but that was feedback that I got. And I thought, well, you know what? I just, I, I, why wouldn't I bring on the smartest people that I can get access to and talk about what, what, what's worked for them and bring their best ideas forth? And that was sort of the idea, and it is today, of how can I amplify and bring for, forward as many good ideas as possible so that when people are ready to make positive changes and decisions and, and take action in their lives, that the show is hopefully going to be there as a resource for them to be able to do that. So that's how it started, and it certainly morphed into uh, what it is today. Um, I, 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 I listened to the, uh, to the 000 episode sort of outlining why, why I'm starting the show, and I talked about, uh, I talked about the importance of community, and that's never been more true for me, uh, just how important community plays, uh, the role of community in, in our lives. I know that that's just plays such a huge role in, in making life rich and worthwhile and rewarding, but then also helping us to um, make the changes and do the things that, that, that we're really interested in doing. Um, it was fascinating to, to, to listen and to hear myself say that I was going to start doing the show on a weekly basis, and now looking back on that, that was pretty cute. So obviously I'm doing the show a lot more than once a week. Um, and then I also realized that uh, going back, when I looked at uh, the 500th episode, that that was released on March 5th of 2020. So it was about a year ago. And I thought it was pretty funny because I thought I made a big deal about how I was going to do 10 episodes a week in 2021. So 500 a year when I essentially almost did that in 2020 anyway. So just some sort of initial thoughts there. Um, there was this great series, and I'm sure I've talked about this on the show before, in Esquire magazine. I don't know if they still do it or not, but it was this incredible series. It's just one page, and it was entitled What I've Learned. And it was a famous person or an actor or a doctor or not necessarily a famous person, just somebody of, 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 of note, of, of a brilliant person, of intellect or, or achievement. And it was what I've learned. And it was the series of sort of just, just statements that, 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 that they made. And I always really enjoyed that. If you're not familiar with it, I definitely encourage you to check it out. Just search for Esquire, what I've learned. Um, it's really, really well done. And so I wanted to just talk a little bit about, give you a potpourri of different stuff that, that I've learned, um, answer some common questions that I've gotten about the show over the last couple of years, and then I'll certainly dive a, a, a little bit deeper. So what has the show given me, uh, or what have I learned over the past three and a half years? Uh, 100% has given me a renewed faith in financial advisors, and maybe even a renewed faith in huma humanity in general. Uh, but certainly in financial advisors. I've had the opportunity to interview and to interact with so many really, 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 really brilliant and top-tier 
thoughtful, kind, caring, generous, um, and reputable. Just I, I can't gush enough about how many great people that I've had on the show, uh, particularly in, in, in the world of financial advisory, financial planning, how, however you want to describe it. So there's so many great ones. Uh, so I'm so grateful for them. Um, some of the biggest challenges that I've run into in doing the show, I think that everything, uh, a lot of the show has been immensely challenging with the exception of doing the actual interviews. I think after I got through the first maybe 50 or probably 100, then that part got a lot easier. But certainly sourcing the the right number of names to get people to agree to come on the show that was a that was an absolute challenge and that took a long time and a lot of effort really early on that's certainly gotten easier as as you've learned and, and the show has grown um, I think that the simple um, for lack of a better term the, the logistics of putting on the show and you know the reminders to the guests and and everything else and the show notes just all that sort of stuff that goes into it um, was was the biggest and still does still 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 certainly does remain a bit of a challenge but it's great if I ever felt like quitting um, I think about a year and a half in I, I the, the the show was just not growing at all and I was pretty frustrated and uh, demotivated and so there's probably times where it ran through my head that I should pull the ripcord and um, and just give up on it. But obviously I didn't, and I'm super grateful that I did not quit. Um, but certainly did give it serious consideration at, at, at one point. Who was I most nervous for in interviewing? I can point to probably three, t- three people. Um, Helene Olin from the New York Times was, was good enough to come on the show. And I had reached out to Helene because I had on Romina Bacha. Uh, to talk about the national debt. And um, in research, I came upon Helene because she was talking sort of, I don't want to say the opposite, but talking about the flip side of that coin. And so we talked about income inequality and wealth inequality. And I was very nervous about talking with her. And for good reason. She was super, super smart and uh, did not go easy on me, uh, but very much enjoyed speaking with her and grateful she took the time to come on. Ron Carson, I was nervous to speak with him. He is founder of the Carson Group, which is one of the larger financial uh, advisory financial planning firms in the United States and growing. And there's no reason to be nervous. He's just an absolutely wonderful man, wonderful human being, super thoughtful and, and kind. Put him in the class of renewing my faith in humanity and financial advisors, certainly. And then Anthony O'Neill, he's he's one of the Dave Ramsey personalities, awesome guy, uh, but it's super cool that uh, that they reached out to me to have him on. And so I'm such a huge fan of Dave Ramsey, Uncle Dave, um, and so it was super exciting. But I was definitely nervous to have a conversation with him. So I um, have spent a lot of time. I spent a lot of time on the show and in my professional life and my personal life these days talking about about values. And I think that that's a really good way to to continue on with the show today through that lens of my personal values, which are friendship, justice, and learning. And so just talking about friendship, I, I try, I endeavor to enter into every relationship that, um, every interaction that I have with people 
with the with the hope and the intention of having a great relationship, potentially building a friendship, um, or even if it's just a twenty minute interaction, sort of a transaction. They're a guest on the show. Um, it's it's definitely one hundred percent my goal to uh, to create a positive relationship. Just never knowing where where it might go, and I've gotten and developed and and created so many great relationships that have come from the show. Honestly, I've got just great friends that have come out of it. I've got great business partners that have come out of it, uh, great relationships that have come out of it. And so that alone has 100% made the show worthwhile, the amount of time and effort and attention and money and energy that, that the show has taken. Uh, the friendships and the relationships that I've developed have made it 100% worthwhile. My next is is justice. And the national conversation around justice, I'm 42 years old, and I don't know that it's ever been more on the tip of the national conversation, the tip of the national tongue. I don't know if you can say that or not. I guess so. I just did. It's never been more on the tip of the national tongue than it is right now. And it's a very, very dynamic conversation today. And I think that there's just been so much that has been good and bad in the conversation about justice. Um, but for the show, the the obvious um, the obvious instance of justice on the show has been just really over the past year. And the circumstances behind changing the name of the show from Money Savage to Lifeblood. And if you're curious about that, if you don't know why I did that, there is an episode of the podcast explaining that, as well as a blog post that uh, I th- those are probably both in the sh- in, in in the notes of the show that you can check out if you're curious about that. Um, I have also worked diligently to have as many different kinds of human beings on the show as I possibly can. And that's not necessarily been the easiest thing. And at one point I audited the show for how many, how many men and how many women that I had on because, um, because I got sort of an offhanded Kurt comment about that. And so I, I, I spent a little bit of time thinking about that. Um, but what is important to me beyond the shadow of a doubt, it's extremely important to me to have a diverse representation of different people on the show. And I think more importantly, to have a diverse representation of different ideas, different backgrounds, different perspectives on the show. I want to chop it up with people that are just like me and chop it up with people that are the opposite of me, that I disagree with, that I agree with, to figure out where our minds come together, to figure out where my thinking is limited, where I need to grow and to change, um, to see what new learnings that I can get out of it. And I mean, to, to look at the show any other way than that is just a tool of just personal development on my part would be silly, but that is 100% what, what, what my intention has and is and, and, and always will be. So I want to more thoroughly interrogate reality. It's my, my reality, others' reality. I want to be able to hold space uh, to be able to to create pressure that creates diamonds and other precious jewelry or jewels, uh, and rather, more importantly, create pressure that 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 creates new thinking, new learning, new ideas. Um, I think that that's of immense value. I want to 
I also, from a justice standpoint, I, I, I go pretty hard at, at, at banks and financial institutions and credit, um, obviously, on the show. And, and I, I, I want to continue to call out entities or ideas that I think are BS or that are creating negativity in, 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 in culture and society. I really hope that I've been able to do that. And I'm interested in doing more of that as well. In terms of learning, I've done a ton of this. It's been absolutely amazing. And that's not a word that I casually throw around, amazing, but the amount of learning that, that, that I've done is, is, is amazing. I've gone from zero to 60 or zero to five in, 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 in a lot of areas. I didn't know anything about really active trading, so I've learned a ton about that. There's forms of real estate investing that I didn't even know existed that I've learned about. Crypto assets, uh, that's been new for, for most of us. It's certainly new for me. Marketing, uh, I've learned a ton about that. So you name it, I've, I've had the opportunity to learn about it from really, really, really smart people. And I've become a better advisor because of it. I've become a better speaker, a better professional. I think I've become a better person because of it, because of the show and the conversations that I have. It's 1,000% affirmed my belief in our capacity to continue learning no matter what stage of life we are in or no matter how old we are or how young we are or whatever it might be. I've learned the importance of our core beliefs and really examining what those existing core beliefs are. Come to think about it as, as our operating systems, you know, the iOS in, 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 in my iPhone, it's constantly running. Well, we have the operating system going on in our heads all the time. And whether we're aware of it or not, it's, it's there. And a lot of that stuff, a lot of the operating system that we're running is, uh, it's not stuff that we put there. It's stuff that got put there and, I've learned the importance of really getting down and trying to figure out what my existing core beliefs are and addressing those and putting new ones in place. I've learned about the importance and how to visualize and manifest and breaking belief barriers and so many things which have served me greatly. And I've changed my thinking in a lot of ways. I used to be a I'm going to put my head down and run through the wall. And if it's to be, it's up to me and I'm going to make it happen. And now I'm able to, to, to take a step back and be a little bit more patient and let things come to me. So part of the maturation process, but helped along by, by very, very smart people who have come on the show. I think that I've, I've also been able to find my voice in, in thinking about and creating a lot of these solo episodes that I've done. Um, I've been able to, embrace my creativity, my creative side, for better or for worse, you'll be seeing a lot more of that for me moving forward. I've got some what I consider to be great ideas for the show and just doing a better job at what I'm trying to do, all the stuff that I've laid out. And I've learned that I am worthy and deserving of all the things that I want. And the realization that that um, the realization of that, when you combine it with hard work, puts whatever you want within your reach. I think that just a couple of years ago, I didn't know that I believed that to be true necessarily. Certainly not five years ago and not 10 years ago. So recognizing and embracing your worthiness and matching that up with hard work can put whatever you want within your reach. I think that that's probably the most powerful learning 
that has uh, that, that I've been able to get over the past couple of years. So moving forward, here, here here's what you can expect from me: a consistently better product. I will I am going to consistently deliver a better product to you. I'm going to work hard to encourage you to live the life that you want to get better. I'm going to work hard to empower you to do and pursue and successfully accomplish whatever you want. And I'm going to work to entertain you as well. So I'm going to continue to pursue the truth as honestly as I can. People talk a lot about authenticity. I think I'm probably one of those people, but I am going to continue to pursue the truth as honestly as I can do it. So going back to the 000 episode, I closed that with none of us have time and that we are all in this together. And I believe that both of those things are absolutely still true. And I would like to add this, that it's never too late to get started. So none of us have time, but it is never too late to get started. It's really, really important to have that sense of urgency. Thank you. A really deep, heartfelt thank you to everyone who has been a guest on the show. I am so grateful for you to have lent your credibility to me and lent your thoughtfulness and your time and everything else to the show. Thank you very, 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 very much. Thank you for listening to the show. Obviously, if nobody listened to the show, then maybe I'd still do it. But I'm really, really super grateful to you for listening to the show. I'd be super grateful if you would take the time to leave us a review. I don't ask for that all that often, but if you would take a moment to leave a review for the show, I would be super grateful for that as well. So thank you for everything. Thank you so much to all the guests of the show. Thank you for listening to the show and um, so much more to come. Thanks again.